Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. And coming up today on the show, we have not one special guest. No, no, no. Two real interviews. Real interviews. Snippets, you could say. But still, time with John Cena and Sting. We're talking sound bites. We're, We're talking real sound bites. Yeah, I don't want to just do a whole long old thing, getting all this content. We're like, well, cut that. That's no good. Trimming the fat. Oh, yeah. Just sound bites for y'all. Yeah, just lean cuts. Not because of like time constraints or because those guys are super busy. No way. I just said, I just need a question. And then I pie faced him right afterwards. Yeah, I need one answer from you, sir. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, and make it concise. That's if right. You please. Scott the interview bully. Mm-hmm. That's right. Don't be a bully. Be no. an interviewer. Yeah, be an interviewer. We're comedians living in Los Angeles, doing our thing. Yeah, bringing you the funny and wrestling each and every week. Plus, that's not all. We have a major contest that we're announcing today. That's true. And I should point out, I don't normally ever say thang. I just realized when I was sort of in radio voice mode. You did say thing. I think we're at about 30 seconds into the podcast. This is when I get really self-conscious and start talking about the last thing we said, which is a new contest. That It's our, it's the one contest, I think. No, we've had other contests in For the past. For what? Uh, between the two of us, feats of strength, better hair, right. uh, you skin won condition. Both. Fuck you. Three. Uh, wrestling uh, trivia. Uh, yeah, I, uh, Mark won that one. That's true. <laughs> and then uh, he promptly quit. Uh, video, who owns more consoles, video game consoles? Mm-hmm. Phil won that one, yeah. which is not fair because yeah, you've not... got some wins on the contest department. I've not won any of these. All right, well, this, this could be your win. Oh, wait a minute, Scott. As host of the show, we're ineligible. That's right. We are ineligible. Um, we're gonna go into the contest a little bit later on of uh, how to enter. But know this: the prize is a one-year subscription to the WWE Network. One full year. Not a month. Not like a half a day, not a trial. We're giving away a full year to the WWE Network. Details coming up later in the show, along with the interview uh, sound bites from John Cena and Sting. Yeah, so some things to look forward to. Uh, let's get this train moving, Scott. Uh, oh, jeez, I just said another fucking radio thing. You what? did. What's going on? I don't know. I'm caffeinated more so than normal. And it's hot in the comedy podcast headquarters today. You did have a, a one coffee and a half. It looks like a giant uh, cup full of olive juice. It does. Yeah. Yeah, don't order the cup of olive juice next time. Yeah, it's... Kalamata? Tart. What are those? Kalamata olives? Oh, Kalamata's are green. I No, Kalamata's are purple. Am I even saying you're right? I thought you were going to correct me. Oh, they're Kalimas. Ah, uh, Kalima Shetty days. Yes, yes. Ali Jaharus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve, there's, I got some good news right off the bat. What's up? I finally, after months, got Impact Wrestling to work on iTunes. Oh, it's a good thing we're not giving that away. That this is no, the, because people would say shitty things. This is the to continuing that. ordeal of Scott trying to get the. Uh, to watch Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling, yeah. We haven't had some of our uh, favorite people on this show in a while because, uh, I don't know, maybe due to a lack of knowledge as to what's going on. Yeah, it's almost like we can't comment on Impact because neither one of us gets the opportunity to watch it. That's right. Um, so I finally got it to work. So next week you can expect us talking about Impact Wrestling again since it's now available to me. I'm very excited. All these shows in New York that have happened with Tajiri and the Dudleys and Hardys and Tables and I don't even know what else. Like, so it's going to be almost like the it's like a game of telephone. Scott's going to watch Impact. He's going to describe it to me. And then I'm going to talk about it on the show with Scott. 
if you're a regular listener, this is nothing new. No, it's not new. But if you're a new listener, point, it will be new because we haven't been able to do it in a while. That's true. It feels new. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, so if you stop having sex, it feels new. Well, yeah. On I a bicycle. So. Yeah, it's like on a, it's like riding a bicycle. You never forget, but you're like, God, why don't I bike ride everywhere? Unless it's your bicycle uh, seat's really uncomfortable. Or if you don't know how to ride a bike. Or you don't have a bicycle seat. Then it'll be like sex. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, it's full circle. Speaking of which, Gold Dust seems to be turning heel. Is he? I feel like he was always kind of an anti-hero at heart, anyway. No, always fighting the uh, social norms that would, you know, keep him in place and chained. So wait, he was fighting the social norm that keep that kept him in place and chained. Yeah, I think so. Like in a lot of ways, I don't know. Is Goldust really turning heel, or is he just always fighting the good fight that he has been fighting as a golden phoenix? That's the speculation. They he's they had the championship match against the Usos, and then the Uso got counted out, and then he blamed them for throwing the match, and then he wanted a rematch, and then him and Stardust started beating them up. And then on main event, uh, El Torito came out there, and then Stardust just threw him, and Goldust was cool with it. Yeah. He didn't mind at all. No, it's because his brother. His brother's uh, taking out the bull trash. I now see. I don't mind it. I think it's hilarious. But a lot of people think they're they're going a uh, bad guy. You know what? I think they'd be. I mean, granted, I think they're already fighting the uh, the current anyway. But I think if they're going full heel, that'd still be really interesting. So they're salmon swimming upstream. Yeah. Evil salmon. Uh, oh, see, you yourself say they're evil. Oh, gee, yeah, you got me. I did. Well, therefore, I mean, we have a conversation about this already. You the nature for before it. Therefore, <laughs> I'll start a new sentence. Uh, we've already talked about the nature of heel. Uh, the term heel, we were thinking about having a replacement for it. Fuckface. Yeah, the fuckface. Uh, Turning fuckface. Are you saying gold dust and stardust are going fuckface? I. It's, it appears they're going fuckface. Now, guys, I'm not sure if this term will take off. Granted, it's very hard to put on a poster board at a WWE live event. Hashtag fuckface. Maybe in the impact zone. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, we're putting it out there. There's fuckface. I mean, bad guy's always pretty good, but... Uh, sure, that's... Ooh, I like the way you play with those words. Uh, Goldust is here, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the show, Goldust. Oh, move over. Steve Sears going to push you out of that wheelie chair. Yeah! Ah, I'm a bad, bad fuckface now. You, oh, you're embracing this term? Embracing the fuckface or adopting a new term. Yeah. Is this because you heard us saying it, or is this the thing going around the locker room? Maybe it's because I'm the normal one now. Uh, you, you just seem right out of reach of that unpeeled banana that you're trying to bite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you just leave an unpeeled banana on the table like that, but I appreciate it because it reminds me of something. It's to remind us of a comical microphone that you wouldn't want to speak into because it's an unpeeled banana. It's our comedic nature, you could say. I think it's very funny, just like the way I rib the guys in the locker room when we turn fuckface heel. What do you do to the guys in the locker room? Well, when they're not looking, we knock them out with a frying pan and paint their faces gold. <laughs> What? Got to be real careful. You hit him in the back of the head. It's almost like a rabbit punch. Give somebody some real lasting brain damage. That doesn't seem like a rib at all. A rib seems like a joke you pull on somebody. That seems like a 
like a terrible act of violence that you're doing to them. Well, maybe I gotta go back to that stand-up class and maybe I misread what a joke is. Ooh, hit him in the back of the frying pan. Paint their back of the face. <laughs> hit him in the back of the frying pan? Use the back of their head and hit them in the back of a frying pan. Now, wait a second. Painting their face, that sounds like a funny joke. They fall asleep or you're in the car with them. Hey, you paint their face gold. You know, that, that sounds like a good joke. So you're saying I should just hit him in the back of the head with a frying pan and leave out the gold part? No, I... I'm just, no, that's a terrible act. That's a terrible thing to do. That sounds very violent. It might cause a concussion or help uh, uh, someone on the road of ruining their career. I suppose we could just paint their faces cold. See, that's a good way to do that. Then that wouldn't be so bad. You'd when be... are you going to have my little brother on this podcast? When are you going to have Stardust on? I don't know if we're going to have Stardust on this show. Oh, too much for you, huh? He's a, he's a lot too much. He always talks about a cosmic keys looking for. Look, little brothers are always tough. They always want to hang out with their big bros. Yeah, and they want to hang out with all their friends. Well, I've got him in the golden chariot right now. He really wanted to come in, but I said, no, you stay in the car. He should stay in the car. Ooh, I'm gonna feel my body. It seems like you're I'm conflicted. Feel my body. You're just. You're... I am conflicted. I've been a good guy for so long, and now I'm a bad guy. Are you a bad guy? Are you really a bad guy? Uh, no, I'm the same guy I've always been. I'm the same guy I've always been. I'm gold dust. Ah. What do you want? What's the end goal here, gold dust? Ooh, I want my name and big bright lights. Ooh. Yeah, it, you have that in your Titantron. Yeah, more. Like it being written out two, three times? Two big brass penny belts. One one for my little brother and one for me. Do you really want those belts? I mean, they're bronze. First, I want the tag team belts. And then I want the Intercontinental. And then I want the U.S. title belt. And then, before anybody thinks I'm going up the ladder, I want the European Championship back. The European Championship? And I want the European Champion back. What are you going to do with that? Everybody knows the majority of gold reserves are in Europe. I honestly, I didn't know. Now that. you know. Oh well. I... Ooh, I just want all the gold. What about the WWE World Heavyweight Championship? The what? It, Brock Lesnar currently has. God, it. I'm afraid I don't know what you're talking about. Well, he has the new title. It's it's got the WWE Network logo on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it does. He has a dick sword on his chest. That should be something Ooh, of interest. I reckon. I designed that tattoo for you him. You did? Yes. Goldust designed the dick sword tattoo That's on Brock Lesnar's chest? That's true. How else do you think I, I mistexted someone and Brock Lesnar got it? I sent him a picture of something and he, he was like, that'll be a great tattoo. Who are you trying to send this to? Sable. <laughs> you were trying to send a dick sword drawing to Sable. Yeah, drawing. That's what it was. It was a oh, drawing. I'm sorry. It was It was a tattoo? I was texting a photo. Oh. Brock Lesnar found it and thought it was a sword. And, oh, okay, so you sent a picture of a dick that he mistook as a I sword. I can neither confirm dick or deny As dick. you said that, you grabbed my dick, which <laughs> I found very uncomfortable. Confirm dick or deny dick. And you seem to be emphasizing firm dick. Did I? Yes. Mm, say it again. No. Say it again. I don't want to. Oh, say it again. D- put your cell phone down. I don't need to see a photo of it. I'm calling you right now. <laughs> I'm going to call you right now. I don't want to pick up. I'm okay, ex- don't pick up. I'm leaving you a message. <laughs> don't. Don't leave me a message. I don't. Uh, okay. That's. Hey, Scott, it's gold dust. Uh, Do you feel that rustling against the phone? Oh, I can see you doing it. I can see you brushing. Okay, call dick. me back. 
Don't describe it to people. Don't describe it to people. They don't get to see this. I didn't leave them a message. Yeah, they don't get to see this. They shouldn't see this. You're doing terrible things to your phone right now. You're brushing your dick against their phone. You describe that to everyone. They could have just imagined that. They, I assume they are. I'm letting people know for the lawsuit that might happen here. What lawsuit? Oh, what lawsuit? I feel oh, sexu- this lawsuit, Scott. Is this, la- is this a lawsuit? I feel sexually harassed in the workplace. Um, all right, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to overstep my bounds. Okay, well... It's a very interesting story that Brock Lesnar got that tattoo because it was it happened to be your dick that you sent, and then he thought it was a idea for a tattoo, and then everything else then came about. You know what would be scary? Uh, what? Brock Lesnar if he wore face paint. <laughs> it would be scary. I dare you. I dare you to hit him in the back of the head with a frying pan and paint his face gold. These frying pans are expensive. I don't want it to break. Wh- well, I thought you were going fuckface. I, I, how can you go fuckface against another fuckface? It doesn't make any sense. Heel versus heel matches always split the audience down the middle. Double fuckface. That's a double fuckface. Only one fuckface shall rise. I'm telling and you. And one fuckface shall fall. A Brock Lesnar Dust Brothers tag team would be a dominant. Well, I'd like to see it happen. All right. Do you mind if I take this banana? I would, but you can have it. Because I'm not going to give you any petty cash. I appreciate it. Why does this show, you always are give, giving out petty cash. I just want a banana. Well, we're not giving you... Pe- well, that banana came out of petty cash, so I guess technically we are giving you petty I'm gonna cash. I'm going to leave the proxy. banana, and guess what? I'm not going to smush it in my fist as I go. Okay. Wrapping my fingers around it, and then squeezing till the banana comes out of the top like you took a big bite of a sandwich, and all the lettuce and mayonnaise and salami come out the other side. You know, for the listeners at home, that's exactly what he's doing. He's describing exactly what he just I'm did I'm not right going to do that. You did it! Don't worry, I brought toothpicks. Look, I'm fixing your banana. You're making him a little a person. It's a little banana man. It's a little banana man. Uh, look, I don't want Stardust on the show. He's too weird, and I don't want you making him out of bananas and leaving him next to a microphone. Fine. You just need a little mic for this banana man, and then he'll... Next, you know what? I'm not coming back. I'm not... I'm Goldust is leaving the show. All right, well... That's... I'm, I'm coming turning to Kathleen Turner. It's my Kathleen Turner impression. Well, I'm sure for those few who know who Kathleen Turner is. Uh, Ooh, just next time you need me, just talk to the banana man. I'm sure we will. Thank oh, you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome for being had. <sighs> slingering off. I don't think that's a term, but that's what he's It doing. is now. He's slingering. It's like slinking and lingering. Mm-hmm. He's uh, doing both. It's like it's someone, very slow. Sl- someone slinking into the room, but also refusing to leave. No. No. I'm going to feed this this uh, banana man to the cat. Take those toothpicks out. The cat will work around it. I, if you if you feed that banana to that cat, if you feed <laughs> that banana to that cat, we're going to have to hear that cat all day. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeding it a banana <laughs> man. All right. <laughs> this contest, everybody <laughs> is dying to know. How do, you, how do I enter? Yeah, what do I do? I'm gonna call my parents. I gotta call somebody. How do I do this contest, Scott? Can I am ch- dying. Am I eligible? Am I eligible? You As are. the host of the show, oh, am I no. eligible? No. I thought you were being someone else. Oh, God. You know I don't care for that. No. Impressions and such. Yeah, impressions on the. No, this show is 100% real <laughs> guests that come into the studio and talk to us about little banana men. <laughs> and why, why wouldn't you want to enter a contest that supports that sort of behavior? Why? Encouraging it. Why, goddammit, why? Yeah, look, I have a dream that there's kids out there talking into toilet paper rolls that are taped to sticks, 
and their garage with their friends with their tiny butts yeah with tiny butts doing their interviews we saw so many tiny butted we saw a lot of tiny butts today (laughs) this contest as i said the prize is a one-year subscription to the wwe network we can give it away digitally i looked it up you can just send it to anybody that's a gift it's a gift contests are gifts that you ask for randomly is it yeah the, the prizes is that a haiku I guess so. Okay. There's two ways to enter. And one of the ways is you follow Curtain Jerks on SoundCloud. That's soundcloud.com slash Curtain Jerks. And you comment on any episode between now and September 30th at 1159 p.m. That's when the contest ends. So you got to comment on any episode between now and then and follow Curtain Jerks on SoundCloud. The other way to enter is to subscribe rate and review curtain jerks on itunes you got to do all three so you got two chances to win here you got two different things you can do and we're going to count both as entries if you do in fact do both two ways to enter the contest that means there are two entries per person max now that i know what you're thinking you're like i'm going to be greedy i'm only going to do the contest myself i'm not going to tell me and my friends about this great podcast that i enjoy listening to and so that way they could win the network don't be a fuck face yeah don't be a fuck face think about this for half a second think about it because you go well wait a second if i don't win it but a friend does i can latch on to their network subscription it's an hbo go password you get that how many different people can you watch on the wwe network how many different people can you watch on the wwe network at least seven hundred thousand. yeah seven hundred thousand. numbers may not be accurate yeah they may not be accurate but i don't know i've uh, handed out the code to a it's true it's true a number of people and no one's been booted yet from like, oh, too many people are watching at the same time. It's like inviting someone over to your house to watch wrestling, but they're doing it at their house and they don't talk to you. And this is worldwide. So if you're if you're in Scotland right now, they open up the network to everybody. If you're in England right now, they open it up to you. Africa, Australia, the U.S., Canada, Mexico. It is eligible to everyone. The only people that are not eligible for this contest are the people that don't understand what I'm saying right now. And us. That's right, and us. And I'm double because I and don't understand. And your fiance, yeah. she's out. She's out. But she's she's out. out. And I was about to say, I'm doubly out just as the fact that you have two different ways to get into the contest. I'm doubly out because I don't understand a word you're saying, and I'm a host of the show. <laughs> oh, he never understands what I'm saying. And it's not the it's it's not the ween wrestling entertainment. It's not the small, no chance. It's the worldwide wrestling network, all right? Mm-hmm. That means the, this is a worldwide contest. And this prize is like 120 bucks, I think. Like, yeah. That's roughly what it comes yeah, we out to. We haven't even crunched the numbers yet, and we're this, doing this. This ain't no nine ninety nine. If you're sick of all that, you're like, I don't want to pay that. I don't want to do the six-month thing. Or you're like, I'm going to give it up. Well, now you don't have to. They've added the Monday Night Wars programming. Uh, they've added uh, other documentaries. We're giving away a whole year's worth of pay-per-views, all that good shit. Scott, it's not enough. It's not enough. Right now on the podcast, I'm going to say it. We're also going to include our own personal recommendations of matches and programs to watch on the network if you, in fact, win. And we're not going to say that on the show. We're going to tell you specifically things to watch on the network if you, in fact, win. How are we doing that? I don't know. Messages. That I do? That's right. I'll, I'll send no. you a post. I'll send the messages. I resend that additional addendum of a prize. You just added work for me. No, I'll do it. No, you won't. Yeah, I will. 
No, you won't. Don't be angry about me because How's you're angry. How's Gangrel doing right now? He's great. Yeah, I'm sure. No, I'm serious. Don't get angry at me because you have some sort of situation with some shitty housing people in Hollywood. I don't live there anymore. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm on the lease, but our, I don't live there. Our recommendations for pay-per-views, I will, I will ask you for yours. I will write them down, and I will send those out from the Curtain Jerks Gmail. I'm, I will do work for this podcast for this contest. One prize will happen. The other is a myth or a mystery that may or may not happen. <laughs> Scott is a non-believer. Come on, listeners. If you clap your hands, it will be so. Then you'll kill Tinkerbell. Contest entries end September 30th at 11.59 p.m. You got to send us your proof of that you've done this because we can't see all the proof of uh, worldwide these entries on iTunes and stuff like that. Send us screen caps. Send us your screen caps if you subscribe, your rate and review, and send that over to curtainjerks at gmail.com as well as your following curtain jerks on soundcloud and your comment that you have posted on one of our episodes and that's it that's all you have to do to enter it's free it's easy it helps us out a ton it's kind of a little see we do a little two-sided there we're giving something to you guys but at the same time we're doing something for us you're foot soldiers in the curtain jerks army of peace yeah so spread it around this is a huge contest we're giving away a gigantic prize it's an outbreak of generosity outbreak like the monkey from Mm. patrick dempsey we're giving you a disease of the WWE Network. Hey, Scott. What? Uh, I was on I'm the- compiling a list of my favorite matches and pay-per-views. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, if you could get that to me pretty quick, I need to send it out once we have a winner. <sighs> i got to come up with a title. <laughs> once, we get, once we get a winner, you determine. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the internet yesterday. And I saw. P- <laughs> oh, take it easy. Take it easy. Actually, the next thing I say isn't going to help it. But I saw a picture of Ric Flair, and he had just won a match, and it was like it was obviously '80s. It was a, a screen grab. Oh, of a VHS uh, so this was tape. yesterday. Yeah, yesterday I was on. He was in his '80s. No, it was in the '80s. Ah, not his '80s. The 1980s, when and he was only 70. So it was like this weird warped image. And he had, like, you know how, like, you go into the ring and you have the lion's mane of blonde hair? Yeah. Well, so it was after a match and it was all matted down with sweat. And he also had, like, the crimson mask. His face was totally bloody. Is it, like, long, streaky hair? Or no, is it, it, it kind of puffy? It was puffy, but because he was sweating so much, okay. it all came down on the side. So he looked like Frankenstein. He looked like a blonde Frankenstein. I think I know which one this is. Like it, it looked that way to start with. It's a really bad hairdo. Yeah, that looks like a like a weird helmet head. It's helmet with he, blood. He looks like a, the the guy from the Munsters. You know, the Mister Munster. Mm-hmm. Herman. Herman. Herman Munster. He looks like Frankenstein with blonde hair, face just covered in blood, and just that thousand yard stare of somebody who just did a match that was just way too long i think it's from him and harley race in a cage match i think you're right because in the background it might be a cage i'll find the image okay. I'll, I'll i'll show it to you that is not one of my favorite matches that i recommend i've fallen asleep to that several times oh that was on it's the incredibly that dated was on and boring rick flair a uh, thousand dvd set where mm-hmm. it's like oh i had a great match. harley race could go yeah it's like <laughs> nine minute rest holds oh my god i d- yeah it's not one that i can it's, uh, this, I just can't do it. Well, it's funny is like back in that time period, like yeah, you could get away with almost anything, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure like you're still a showman. You're still and working. And he got like, Ric Flair goes in on a punch to the face. Oh, that Ric Flair's a dastardly. <laughs> yeah. One, two. Ah, the referee fell over. <laughs> like there's something about those matches where 
it, it's almost like you are f- gonna fall asleep no matter what. It's you're watching dreams. Like they literally are so weird because they look like they're shot from a thousand yards away. Mm-hmm. It's on a weird video. The crowd is either crazy into it or they can barely see through all the cigarette smoke. <laughs> and it's just like watching two guys and their two dads in underpants beat each other up in a giant ring. My point is. Ric Flair's face was so covered in blood. I was thinking about uh, the Crimson Mask. I was thinking about, we don't see, we were talking about this a little bit at lunch. Yeah, at lunch, we talked blood. We talked blood. Uh, I was trying to, I wondered what you thought about it. Because I think for me, I miss it sort of in the sense that I was like, if I was, if I was to wrestle, like the reason I watch wrestling is because in a way I want to be there. I want to be in the ring. I want to be one of those superheroes. Like you want to like, and this is the closest you get to it. This is closer than an action movie because it feels real. It feels live. It feels like a sporting event. Steve Sears running into the ring. Ric Flair sees him. A punch to the face. What a dastardly villain. <laughs> did Ric Flair punch me or did I punch him? What do you mean I'm fired? I don't paint a good enough picture? Well, I like to see 30 years from now. They're not going to call anything. I wish Howard Cosell was uh, was doing wrestling. That'd be fantastic. Uh but I think it was, I always thought about, like, there's something really cool about doing the Crimson Mask. Like, I can imagine if you, like, you blade it and you're just, there's something about when you bleed, it makes you feel badass for a little bit, even if it's a skin knee or something. <laughs> Unless you're shaving. If you're shaving, it's just like, well, that's irritating. That's just, dumb. That just looks like a big pizza zit. <laughs> but I just wanted to, I wanted to bring that up and what you thought about that. Because I know we've gone back and forth about why is it so appealing, wrestling and stuff. And I think part of it is getting beat up and like feeling triumphant or being that sort of haggard sort of experience and the, the, that mask sometimes you can see physically exhaustion on someone and they're pouring sweat but i feel like as soon as you add that like blood you add that sort of totem that sort of symbol like lesnar putting hogan's blood on him mm-hmm. like that was such a i remember watching i was at my grandma's house in palo alto in high school and i watched that on a thursday night and i was like Whoa, Hulk Hogan! Like Hulk Hogan is done, like everything, like he, whatever his legacy has been changed because he bled, and this giant child beast man just put his blood <laughs> on his chest. Mm-hmm. And there was something about that that I was sort of like, if you like blood, sort of, I, I yeah, I don't know how else to describe it. It feels like a bad sort a of dramatic layer. Yeah, but like b- being performing in that seems. Do you know what I mean? That sort of element of like. When you're performing and you get to add that dramatic layer, it seems like it adds sort of, it adds weight to it. What would you bleed or blade for? I've been tempted to do it in an improv show, but like that's probably the nerdiest thing I could think of. Because like those thirty people would be blown away. Yeah, by you doing your make 'em ups with pe- XP dub, XP dub. Yeah, a bunch of people pretending like watching someone make an invisible fucking cake. For 22 minutes and then blading out of nowhere I always really I got a kick out of that <laughs> would you would you bleed for other stuff like if you were in a movie and they go hey um we don't have any makeup department we have a great health uh, uh physician here uh ordinarily I would have said yes but the fact that you didn't know what to call the medic really kind of creeped me out so he hates being called a nurse <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking nurse but he he can I'm sorry, Richard. You're a fucking nurse. Yeah, fuck you. You're not a health medic. You know what? I wanted to be on this movie set so I can make films. I know you're just going uh, There was a time when I would have totally been like, yeah, dude, I'll just blade. But now I've been on shitty movie sets and I've been on nice movie sets and I feel like, yeah, it's no, it would never, ever be worth it. I don't mean to just blade on like a movie because it's not live. 
and, and move, like filming a movie takes way more time than a it doesn't it's not as strenuous like physically but it takes way more time than a 17 minute or a 7 minute wrestling match so you would only bleed on something live yeah i feel like it's the that's the only place you do it saturday night live you're a featured player you get a line in a scene and you're like i'm probably going to get chicken in 2 weeks who's the guest host uh the guest host is uh, who's someone uh, wildly unappealing but very popular? Who's that guy who always listens to our podcast and yells at the radio when he, like we ask a question? What? Remember when we always get our trivia wrong and there's just that one guy yelling at his radio and he's like, Oh, you guys, it's obviously Katy Perry. I don't know. It happens on a lot of our shows. You'll remember probably by tomorrow. Uh, uh, who's this guest host? I'm trying to th- – uh, Seth Myers. Seth, what? Yeah. He he comes back to host? Yeah, he comes back to host. So you know it's that type of episode where you're like, oh, it's uh, not oh, really. Inside jokes, huh? Yeah, next week, Chris Pratt. Oh, what? With guest cameo of Batista. But it's not looking good. So, so this is your way to like, either I'm fucking soaring or I'm, you know, I'm shit can. Do you blade? Yeah, fuck yeah, I do. You're the waiter. Yeah, I would totally blade. And just and like, and your drinks, just crimson mask. I mm-hmm. would totally fucking blade. Problem is, since Seth Meyers was a regular player for a while, really running the risk of the entire cast just turning, getting the icy shoulder. Yeah. The icy shoulder, that's right, the icy shoulder. <laughs> yeah, not cold. <laughs> Fucking icy. Yeah, they, they get that frost off your shoulder. Yeah, I would totally, on live TV, yeah, that's yeah. the only time to do it. Okay. When we, what, <laughs> uh, what about an award ceremony? Like, you finally, you win an Emmy. God, for what? Uh... For your work on a... Is it my work or is it someone else's show? Oh, um, hmm, that's good. Uh, it's, it's you are a, uh, <laughs> you're, you're a, a producer on, on... Is it a show I made up or is it a, did I somehow become a writer and work my way up to a producer on someone else's show? You're on someone else's show. No, I wouldn't do it. You good. are on someone else's show. Okay. And it's about uh, horses. I wouldn't do it because someone put in a lot of hard work on their horse show, and I was getting a paycheck. If I had, it's cre- a new Showtime show called Horsecock. Oh wow! And it stars um, uh, 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 Dennis Haysbert, and he's a detective. Uh, yeah, he's Detective Horsecock. All right, I got you. Uh, yeah. Would you blade for that show? No, I wouldn't. Ooh. I you can't do it because there's so many people that worked hard on the show. Like I would probably be one You're of You're in the, a tuxedo, man. I was one of the nineteen producers that were ushered up on stage. It's not worth it to draw that attention. However yeah, but they said like you speak, Steve, you're the fun one. Like, we'll just hang back here and we won't say we don't want we do families. No, like, you, Steve, you go up and you talk can on behalf only of do horse something cock. like the reason I would blade on Saturday Night Live, God forbid, is the uh, <laughs> is because it's your chance it's like an actor doing commercials now. It's like, oh, it's your chance to make a name for yourself. If you're a producer on someone else's show, you're working hard for somebody else. If you're working hard for yourself, then go ahead and blade. Steve, the Emmys are hosted by Seth Meyers. No, my God. Mm hmm. Sting, the icon. Uh, what else do you do? Uh, <laughs> That's it. Uh, WCW, and then he uh, shows up now. We all know who Sting is. That's right. He's been asked a million questions. He's been asked who he wants to wrestle. 
at the WWE 2K15 panel, he got asked, are you going to wrestle The Undertaker? Do you want to wrestle The Undertaker? When will you wrestle The Undertaker? My God, he gets bombarded with that question all the time. Among several other questions of like, why are you finally here? All that stuff. But lo and behold, a lone voice of dissent asking a true question. What is that makeup on your face? What is that makeup on your face? Here's what I wanted to ask Sting. Okay. Here's what I wanted to ask him if I had a little bit more time. And he wears those sunglasses, and I'm, I'm like, there's just no way I can ask this without getting really good eye contact. So I know he knows I'm joking. But I wanted to say, CM Punk leaves, you show up. How do I know you're not CM Punk and Sting makeup? There's no way that he was going to find you that need eye, That's an eye contact joke. That's an eye contact that joke. That's an eye contact joke. He's a serious guy. So I asked a serious question with Sting at the WWE 2K15 panel backstage. Everybody talks about your anticipation for potential opponents in the WWE. Uh, do you ever think about the potential excitement for all the guys in the back wanting that chance to wrestle you? That I'm sure back in the day you felt it coming up in the territories and wrestling the big names that does that excitement transcend back to you with the younger guys i you know i i hope so <laughs> you know the more i get to uh, get in the wwe doors here and and kind of mix with uh, some of the boys in the back and then find out what's going on I, you know i'd give you a clearer answer but at this point you know some of the younger guys have come up and and shook my hand and said man you know, I grew up watching you, and you're one of the reasons why I got into wrestling. It's very humbling to hear, and and uh, I'd like to think that they they would all love to have at least been in the ring with me once. You know. He sounds like a chemistry teacher. <laughs> uh, did you take chemistry? Uh, yeah, I failed it twice in high school. Ooh, no wonder you've got a fucking sense for that. Yeah, I my chemistry teacher was not nearly as cool as Sting. Oh, so he was kind of he was close. Yeah, he was not nearly as cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool. His uh, his Volkswagen Beetle bug bus was powered by pineapples. Whatever that means. <laughs> uh, Sting. What was really interesting about that uh, question you got with him was he said after all those questions that I I imagined he was asked before that. He sort of like he was very telling. He was like, "Yeah, I won't know until I'm in the locker room." Thanks, guys. I was like, "Why even have a fucking Q and A with Sting for the r roster reveal?" He's gonna say, "Yeah, there's two versions of me in it." I think what people are gonna want to hear from him are like the questions you're asking, or like, "Hey, what's your legacy now that it's now that's now come to WWE? Is this the third act? Is this is this a progression? Are you do you want to be here for a while? Do you want to shape careers? Are you?" Are you laying down? <laughs> Are you taking a couple of pinfalls or what, bro? Put somebody over, will you? Gah. Who's uh, yeah? Whose name have you struggled with? Like, oh, oh it's that guy. Shit. Um. Oh um, God, it'd, love, it'd be great if um, you if you could follow Sting around and find out whose names he doesn't know. What's up, Jack Ryder? Good to see you. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, DC Comics, <laughs> The Creeper. <laughs> uh, well, that's not all. Sting, yeah, that's one. But then uh, had to hit up, do double duty. John Cena was there as ah, well. Ah, Sting of the 2010s. That's right. Uh, man, I can't wait till he takes a, an iconic movie of uh, the 2010s and then decides to change his gimmick upon oh, it. Just starts putting Iron Man face paint on. Ooh, that'd be cool. 
at gold and red. Yeah. Gold. Oh. Uh-huh. Really wearing those in... colors now. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get Hulk Hogan started about it. That's what he said. Um, so, uh, yes, uh, Cena, another guy, extremely busy. Um, and it was great to get a little chat in there with him. And uh, I, that, that guy's just... Whatever you feel about that guy, the second you're in a room with him, you just feel the kindness just blast out of him like an exploding Death Star. That it's it, it, no matter the, the fan of part of you, where you're like, I want, I'm gonna if tell this you, fucking guy you, your five moves. What is anybody else gonna get a second? Oh, it's really nice to meet you, Mister Cena. Oh wow, you, um, that's a nice chin you got there. You know, but you're just you're floored by the guy and his uh, and his love for it, and it was really cool to have a chance uh, since WrestleMania 30, and then have a chance to uh, chat with him again. So here's what I asked John Cena. All right, thanks everyone. Oh, you, you didn't awesome. ask. Go ahead. I got two more. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Uh, John Cena, Curtain Jerks podcast. Uh, you talked about you know giving that escapism for the kids and for all of us fans. For you, what do you do for your you know the the brief windows of time when you have some time to watch a movie, some TV? Like, what what's your escapism? What do you enjoy watching? I think. Uh, a dynamic of our fan base gets upset with how amused I get by the audience on television. It's because I'm escaping with you guys, like, and that's what they don't understand. I'm in the ring, but I'm also over the barricade. I enjoy every show, every moment as a fan. I watch every freaking match as it happens, whether it's on a television or a live event. I don't spend my day huddled in a corner to myself listening to music. I get immersed in the event. I love it, and uh, that's my escape, man. Like I. Every once in a while, I do need sleep, so there are a few days where I just take a, a lot of sleep. I, I like to lift heavy things, and, and that's pretty much it. You know, that's pretty much it. What a company, man. God. He sounds really polite. He, Every time you bring back audio with John Cena, I'm like, what a polite guy. Very polite. I, I think he needs doilies. That's how polite the man is. Uh, it's funny because I can imagine him headbutting someone and then that other person exploding. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. He, he needs like his. That's own- a very good question. <laughs> you know what would be perfect? It makes me think like that should be a move, and they should make a final fight game, but of wrestling. Oh yeah, like a, like a side scroller beat em up, uh, like, like a fighting force or something, or uh, Streets of Rage. Like yeah, like Final Fight, Streets of Rage, that type of game, uh, which. They kind of did with one. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I think it was WWF Betrayal. Oh, that sounds familiar. It was on Game Boy Advance. It was like, it was shit. Because it was Game Boy Advance. How fun would that be? Oh, and and, I mean, so Tekken Tournament and Tekken 3 and 4 had Tekken Force mode, where you essentially play a Final Fight version. You pick your favorite uh, fighter, and you sort of go through these levels beating people up. Yeah. I think, can you imagine a fighting game where you have a 42-man person, like, 42-man person, character select player roster. Guy. Guy. Select them. Uh, but then you have their entire move set. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And then, yeah, over the top, like, yeah, you headbutt somebody and they explode. Well, it might be a little... Fight robots. Ooh, that'd be good. Because robots, then, yeah, but then robots. nobody's hurt. But I'd also say it might be a little strange and a little postmodern and a little bit kind of a little too symbolic. But if they're you're fighting through an entire arena full of zombies, fans... 
Oh, yeah, Mouth Breathers. Yeah, I think I, I would play that game. It'd be weird, but it'd be like, really cool. It'd be the uh, Dead Rising Three is the equivalent of playing as a wrestler fighting up a bu- fighting a bunch of zombies. <laughs> Fight them up a bunch of zombies. Uh, John Cena, uh, uh, you should really put someone else over these days. Attitude adjustment. <laughs> oh my! Well, it's nice to see you. <laughs> it is time for jerk tweets. Each week. Go to Twitter.com, send us your hashtag jerk tweets. That could be uh, questions about the podcast, questions about wrestling, questions about uh, what wrestlers smell like when we talk to them. Statements. I won't, I won't answer those questions. You won't? No. What did John Cena smell like? Uh, what do you smell hashtag like? Hashtag jerk tweets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God, that'd be weird if I reported on like, guys, uh, I didn't record any audio, but here's what they smell like. I'll tell you this. The best smelling uh, wrestling persona in all of wrestling Dixie Carter. Uh, that's because you got a couple hugs in there. Goddamn right. She pulled me at the hip, brought me back in. You got a, you got a hip pull? That's right. I think she I grabbed recall. Low. She grabbed low. She uh, got a little Caitlin, in there. Caitlin and AJ Lee smelling good as they walked by. They smelled all right. It might have been that hotel lobby, but. They smelled all right. Yeah, it might have been that hotel lobby, but. Yeah. <laughs> hotel lobby butts are <laughs> quite well smelling. Benjamin Arie says you get called in by the cops for jury service. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, we've been clearly been, been ducking it for a while. I was about to say, I don't think that's how it works, but we might be in trouble, so that's how it goes. Well, I think Ben's from the UK, so either they have a really strict system or he doesn't understand how the US system works. I, you know what? I, frankly, it's making me, it brings everything into question for me because now I don't think I know how the system works. You get called in by the cops for jury service. Who's in the jury and what crime did the convict commit? I assume it's wrestling related. <laughs> uh, we can always just assume it's wrestling related. Sure. In this case, like, hey, you only got so many uh, characters on Twitter. We'll just put a wrestling filter on it. And we'll try not to go too dark, I guess. Well, well the crime is murder of a family. <laughs> no, I, I got to say uh, uh, armed robbery. Okay. Armed robbery. And it was a wrestler that clearly did the armed robbery. So is it of like a, 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 a supplement store? A supp- oh, oh! You're making it drug related? <laughs> no, I'm not. I said supplement store, like them's is like drugs. a health store. Yeah, like broccoli. You know, like the vitamin shop. Um, oh, I was gonna say it's a, uh, no, like this is a, a fucking uh, heist. Oh, like a video store? What? I don't know. Sorry, that was <laughs> I no, like a bank. Okay, armed robbery. So like Roddy Piper robbing a bank. Yeah, Roddy Piper. Oh, Roddy Piper on, is on trial for robbing a bank. Robbing a bank, yeah. Was he wearing his sunglasses? Uh, he had kilt sunglasses on, which was kind of a giveaway. Okay. Like he had the, the plaid. Just the little drapes that sort of moves <laughs> as I decide as he goes. Uh, so, yeah, Roddy Piper robbed a bank. Um, who's on this jury? Obviously, Keith we David. Are. Yeah, Keith, Keith David. Keith David's on there. So we need, uh, let me see, nine other jurors because Keith David's on there. Jesus it's like, us two. Okay. Hey, 12 Angry Men. All right. So Wait, 12 Angry Men. So then now we need nine more in addition to the three of us. Yeah, that's You're one. a smart guy. You're a very smart guy, Scott. Yeah. Uh, the Usos. Oh, when they say Us, I say... <laughs> Not guilty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's okay. So we need uh, seven more now. Uh, but clearly, clearly... The Mountie is on there. Yeah. You need, a, you need someone with a strong legal mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, six uh, more. Six more? Yeah. Uh, Daniel uh, Bryan. 
Uh, Daniel Bryan. I yes. need some of that sort of Northwestern sort of uh, judgment up there. Mm-hmm. Sort of an idea of right and wrong. Always in trouble of getting uh, thrown in jail for contempt of court. That's right. For answering the lawyer's questions with Find yes this man and no. guilty. No! Uh, ironically, crime time is on the jury. Okay, I can see that. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, how many does that? Uh, three more. Three more. No uh, ladies yet on this jury. Oh, I think we're gonna have to change that then. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the cat. <laughs> oh no! Yep. Which obviously means for <laughs> for uncomfortability's sake, Jerry Lawler is also there. Yeah, that's very awkward. That relationship did not go well. The falling apart. Uh, you know, when they're. <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't you know what? Assigned seating, they're sat right next to each other. Oh, so uncomfortable. And you know why it's it's really uncomfortable? Because of the final juror? Yeah, Daphne, who has to sit behind Jerry the King Lawler this whole time. Why is she so uncomfortable? Because she's a weirdo. <laughs> so she's screaming? No, she's just hitting Jerry the King Lawler in the back of the head with a frying pan. <laughs> oh, she's going fuckface, everybody. Uh, and then, what do you vote? What? Did Piper do it? Is he guilty or not guilty? Well, I don't know. We're getting free food. We're getting to hang out with all these wrestlers. I mean, guys, I think we're deadlocked. I think we're going to have to hang out longer. Yeah, you're right. Hang him. No, hang out longer. Oh, shit. All right. Easy, Scott. I'm sorry. I've fallen under pressure quite yeah, easily. That Texas justice. Yeah, kill him. Fry him. <laughs> Fry him. Zap him. Fry him up good. Uh, You know what? Based on all the evidence, I'm going to have to say, I think Roddy Piper was probably just finding out there was a big alien conspiracy. They were taking over, and he was just going there to get a little spending cash so he could survive in this new brave new world. He was going to his uh, deposit box to get his bubble gum because mm-hmm. he was all out. Yeah. I need, I need my bubble gum. Yeah, that's right. So... Not guilty. Not guilty. Shame, though, everybody else voted guilty and they killed him. <laughs> I don't know how the system works. I don't know how it works. Uh, yeah. Cops pulled us into jury duty. Yeah. After that, they let us go in our spaceship and we were fine. What a sick world we live in. Man, Scott, with all this exciting talk to these legendary wrestlers, especially on this episode today, I am excited because we have a very special guest to close out our show today. Was oh, that right? Yeah. Jake the Snake Roberts. He's here? He's here. He's in the guest breakfast lounge. Oh, I that I saw him with a bucket. Really? Mm-hmm. Was it one of the complimentary chicken buckets we have, or was it a different one? It's a, it was a metallic one. Oh, me, me, metallic bucket. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to go get him. All right. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, please. Thank you. For hey, man. How you guys doing, man? Good. Good. Right, good, man. That's great to hear, man. That's that's positive. That's great. Yeah. We're very, we've had a great show today, and we just wanted to welcome you. Well, yeah, what happened? Uh, we have a soundbite with John Cena and a soundbite with Sting. I mean, they're not uh, soundbites. I feel like kind of diminishes. It's actually really kind of exciting conversation. All right, well, not full interview, Sean. Uh, no, but I mean, well, that's one way to go. Hey, but we've got a full interview with you right now, so thank you very much for joining. Hey, us. thanks for not kicking me off early, man, for a soundbite or whatever. No, we're not going to kick you off early. Come on, you're our headlining guest today. Oh, uh, hey, that's nice, man. That's real great. You know, hey, uh, I just want to, you know, put it out there. Uh, you know, this whole uh, ALS thing. You know, it's terrible, right? You know. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I want to stop it. So uh, you know, uh, Monday on Raw, uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stop this thing, man. You're going to stop ALS on Raw this That's Monday. That's right. Yeah, with the Divas. With the what? With the Divas. Oh, with the Divas. Yeah, we're gonna do an ass bucket challenge. I'm sorry, an ass bucket challenge. That's right, man. We're gonna do an ass bucket challenge, man. Uh, Jake, uh, could you explain to me what an ass bucket challenge is? Yeah, what an ass bucket challenge is, right? So I'm gonna have a bucket. Okay. You know. And then I'm going to take all the diva asses and then pour them on my face. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. 
That sounds delightful. We're going to do it all the way until AS, LA, you know, the, that disease, you know, it stops. Now, is this... ALS, like, wiping it out. Is so. it a figurative bucket, or are you going to actually collect butts and pour them on yourself? No, man, look, I got a bucket right here, man. Okay. So there, that, that's the bucket part. Yeah, okay. And then it's just getting all the divas to put their asses on me. Yeah, well, you know, I feel like that's... If you say it's for a good cause, I think you might be having... Yeah, we'll find a disease, man. You know, after yeah. this, uh, going to fight... Uh, uh, cancer? Yeah. Uh, with uh, with uh, we're gonna fight breast cancer. So I'm gonna get. All I the know. Divas. I wonder what you're gonna put in the bucket. Uh, well, I'm gonna get all the divas to rub their titties in my face. I, that's great. Yeah. I think that. I mean, granted, I feel like it's no less ridiculous than most breast cancer awareness campaigns, but I feel like it's. Well, yeah, hey, you gotta there. be innovative. You know, you gotta keep on the cutting edge. You know, and it's all about positivity, man. You know what? It is. You know, can I just say something, Jake? Yeah. You're yeah, kind man. of like it's a show, man. You're kind of like a hairy, grizzled James Bond. Like you're just I know I always forget like what a womanizer you are. Well, and I I mean that's womanizer. Sort of, you're kind of like the uh, the dos, a, you're like the Dosecchi's guy, but who doesn't drink? I'm, I'm way more interesting. You know? I would say, I, the most interesting man in the world, Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, that's man. what that campaign should. I'm be. way more interesting than that guy. Uh, how did you get here today? How did I get here today? Yeah, did you take a bus? Did you no, I took an aardvark. You, you took an aardvark. A motorized aardvark. Now is it a, like a motorcycle that looks like an aardvark, or is it some sort of aardvark cyborg? It's an aardvark cyborg, man. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, sometimes when fans just, you know, they're fancy, they send something on Twitter like, hey, man, I'm working on this motorized aardvark. So it's like, all right, man, send it over. And so he just sent you, they just sent you a motorized send aardvark? Me, yeah, I feel like James Bond because people send me all these gadgets, you know? Oh, what are some other gadgets you get inside? Well, I, I got to check out this watch, man. Wow, is that what I think it is? Yeah, that's right. That is what you think it is. How could they fit that watch that small when it looks like it's obviously made? Is that real snake? Yeah, it's real snake, man. Wow. It's a snake that tells time. <laughs> I, that, it looks like, yeah, it seems to be it's a, a... It's a rattlesnake, and the snake goes around anytime yeah, you and it's got the alarm. little it's got the little watch in its mouth, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The timepiece. I was about to call it a garter snake. That's not a garter snake. No, that that, is no a, man, that's a rattlesnake. And then anytime you get the you get the time wrong, you say AM or PM wrong, and then, then it bites you. Oh, gosh. So you be careful with that, would you? Yeah, of course I am, man. I just generally look to see if the sun's up. You know. So uh, are you... Are, are, Besides this ALS challenge on Raw, is there any? Are you going to be at any pay per views coming up? No, man. No. Okay. No. Why? I was just wondering. Man, I don't want to wrestle anymore, man. It's That's all about fighting diseases, you know. It is all about. It's fighting. all about you know bringing awareness to everything, you know. Like uh, we're going to cure AIDS. Uh, how are you going to cure AIDS? By having sex with all the divas. Uh, I guess you don't need a bucket for that. Oh no, I'm bring. I'm going to bring a bucket. Oh, for drumming. Yeah, for drumming. Yeah, everybody likes music. Yeah, I, I just need a beat. Done. You know, sometimes it's good to have a beat. You know, so everybody's in rhythm. So you're having a good uh, time sexually, you know? Yeah, I was about to say, do you feel like you... I feel like sex is always better with some tunes playing, right? Yeah, because sometimes in your head, man, like, it's just a radio station change, you know? Like, you're... It's like you're driving through the desert, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, like, you're hearing one song, you're in uh, Mr. Sandman. Okay. And then you're driving through, and then you're hearing Enter Sandman. And it, the whole tune changes, and the whole ferocity of it, you know? Yeah, but I guess you mood. could say the, the, uh, the, the lovemaking changes its tune. Yeah, man. So sometimes you just gotta have a steady tune playing. Sometimes you just gotta go Huey Lewis the whole way through, you know? Yeah, I think Huey Lewis... Huey Lewis has got a great uh, if you go with Huey Lewis album I think you could go a t couple different ways tender yeah. very heartfelt yeah yeah you know I need a new drug which I well I skip over that song yeah, these I, days. I, granted. it's a sensitive subject so I skip over that yeah, one yeah I got you uh, power love that's, uh, man that's a great old song yeah I feel like that'd make you feel like a total porn star back in time oh that makes me feel good because Absolutely. you know I'm you know, a little uh, a little bit more agile so I can get in deeper yeah those are great love making tunes you know what Jake Jake and Snake Roberts I honestly can tell you right now 
based on us starting with ALS, I never thought that we would have got to talking about good tunes to, you know, get down with your old lady. But granted, I'm glad this is where we went. I'm glad this is where we are. Yeah, man. It's, it's going to be great. I'm going to be doing a lot of indie shows around, too, yep. you know. I'm going to be uh, doing in some indie shows, and uh, we're going to stop... Um, we're gonna stop cavities. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think I. We're gonna stop cavities. I, I don't doubt it. You wanna know how? <laughs> nope. I know exactly how. How? How are we gonna stop cavities? Man? How are you going to stop? How are you guys gonna stop cavities? Butt sex. <laughs> yeah, not what I expected. Yes. Yeah. I told you, man. <laughs> but Sometimes you gotta throw a curveball. That's uh, not how oddly appropriate. Oddly Butt appropriate. Sex. Butt sex with uh, divas. Really? Yeah. That's well, right. how, how are they gonna be divas at independent shows? They're just gonna be. Oh, it's just what they ever they call them knockout divas. You know, they're at independent shows. I think ladies. they just call them wrestlers. Whatever, man. Butt sex. <laughs> well, Jake. Stopping cavities. I'm, I'm Jake. I think it's an honorable, honorable thing that you're doing. Very admirable. And you know what? Hey, man, you got cavities. I don't know. I hope I. I hope you don't, because if you do, I'm gonna have a butt sex with a lady for you. Oh, you know what? Maybe I hope I do have cavities so that you can, you know, you can do the right thing. Hey, you do man, right by me. Hey, hey, I always appreciate a fan. You know. Well, Jake the Snake Roberts, thank you very much for joining us. I welcome, man. Uh, best of luck in all your pursuits. It feels like you're doing. You're fighting the good fight. Is this a banana man? Uh, be careful! It's got toothpicks in it. It's, it's been half eaten by a cat. What is this man? Am I tripping? Man. No, it's that is a banana man that was made out of tooth. Gold dust made a banana man. It's freaking me out, man. <laughs> I'll cover it with Hold this on. napkin. What's that cat say? What? The cat's talking to me. It's just meowing. No, there's. Hold on, man. He's saying something. Where? The gold is where? My God, El Dorado. <laughs> Right. El Dorado. Jake the Snake, just be careful. I'm who taking this cat, man. All right, just be I careful who cat. you travel with because gold always mm. makes strange bedfellows. Don't worry. If this cat tries to double-cross me, I'm going to butt-fuck it. Well, better than it being trampled to death in a bag on the corner of the ring, right? Hey, that might happen too, man. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Jake Thanks, the Snake man. Roberts. That wraps up another episode of Curtain Jerks. What a gigantic episode. It's been huge these past couple of weeks. It's bursting at the seams. It's like a sausage that's been thrown on the grill and all the good meats are bursting out of its thin casing. Some of those meats include Booker T. This is true. Bully Ray. This is true. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Very true. And now John Cena and Sting. And this, uh... More to come. Uh, Mordecai. Yeah, we've got Mordecai. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. I think we're going to get another interview with Tom Anstey in the upcoming weeks here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure which one yet, so I don't want to tease it quite yet. Check us out on the social media for that. And, of course, we've got this gigantic contest. Again, I remind you, if right now like you're like, oh, I'm going to shut it off, do it now. Follow on SoundCloud and comment on one of our episodes. That's one entry. Boom, right there. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. That is another entry right Send there. Send us a screen grab. Screen yeah. cap. Yeah. CurtainJerks at gmail.com. We're giving away one year subscription of WWE Network. Let it be known. Spread the word. And you know what? For new listeners out there, you might even enjoy yourself. You might even have a good time listening to the show. And if you comment in the right place at the exact right time and say the exact right thing, we might respond to you. That's right. Via comments. That's right. It's fun to do for us. Yeah. We like doing that. So, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narber. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks on the Comedy Podcast Network. Ah, free entertainment. Who doesn't love free entertainment? I love it. It's free and I'm entertained. Uh, We don't ask for money. We don't ask for uh, uh, gobs of money. We don't ask for much. You don't need a credit card to ride this train. No way. But we uh, do ask for something in return. We ask that you help us out. 
Uh, you help us out in the numbers out there in the wrestling world and that you share us. You get on SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks and you follow us on there. You add to those numbers so it increases and other people can see that this podcast is something to jump onto, that this is funny and this is good and that you like it. And then you can share it. You can repost it on there and you can like the episodes and comment on them too. And when you share it and you repost it, if you'd been commenting, everybody gets to see what you're saying. You know what that is? That's publicity for you, the listener. Yeah, you may get more followers too out of this. Oh my God, it's, it's all cyclical. Oh yeah, we make a funny joke. You make a funny joke based on that funny joke. That's called a callback. That's and, building on a joke. And then we get super pissed off that we didn't come up with that joke. They're like, son of a bitch, that guy's blocked. Yeah, that guy, I can't believe he made a joke based on our dick joke. He thinks he's the best dick joker. I'm gold dust blocking him. Yeah, lemueled. Mm-hmm. And so you get to do that, and that helps us out. That's huge. So obviously, share this podcast with your friends, and go to youtube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. Follow us on there. Subscribe. Like us. Uh, comment on our videos. you got your predictions videos on there for the pay-per-views. You've got your wrestler pronunciation manuals on there. We even had that JR's barbecue taste test on there. Yeah, maybe you forgot. It was delicious. It's a video sharing website. Share the videos as we share them with you. Yeah, getting interactive. We want your interactivity. We want to hear from you guys. We like talking with you as much as wrestling fans don't seem to like to do that. We actually do. Yeah, you know what? Look, I understand when people say the internet and they say wrestling and they think, you know what? Why doesn't anybody ever talk about wrestling on the internet? It's like there's no one's got any comments to make. I think everybody's got some comments to make. You do it on YouTube. Do it on SoundCloud. Guys, Triple H is a phony. He's trying to jump on the internet now with his Twitter and everything. And, and the WWE Network. He's pretending he's fan-friendly. We are fan-friendly. We're giving you a voice. Let's talk shit on Triple H together. To hand in hand, guys. Where's that ponytail after all, Triple yeah. H? What? I thought that guy had committed to his character, huh? Yeah. He's a really good guy, and it seems like he really knows what's going yeah, on, Yeah, he seems actually. like he's taking care of that new talent. Ugh. Uh. Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.